Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 63 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Labrick and on today's show we've got a packed fans shout outs, Tim's takes on our ladies cracking comeback against Herne Bay and of course the SBTS fan roundtable and we get stuck into the subjects of the fallout from the time kill decision the upcoming non-league day and is Bezos the devil and if so does Leon deliver to him enjoy Hastings fans and now over to those fans shout outs and to kick us off the first shout out itself is from non-league day and the reason why is because it is this Saturday this Saturday the 26th of March there's so much happening across the non-leagues on that day. Lots and lots of clubs are laying different things on for their fans. It's a really exciting day. And we've got East Grinstead at the OHOB Community Stadium. And it's all set up to be a glorious Saturday. Get yourself down there, used fans. I know Rob French still got tickets available for the coach. That's £13.50 for supports club members, £15 for non-members. Get on it. We'll be taking a ton of fans. Let's be loud and proud, making lots of noise and hopefully three points as well on the road. And here's a birthday shout out from John Gale. He says if we can wish Bert Linson a happy 61st birthday for Saturday. Bert is a Dutch Hastings fan who travels over when he can. And as John says, he's a top guy. Well, of course, he's a top guy. He follows the U's. And then we've got a shout out from Granddaddy Pogue himself, Dean Pogue. And what he would like to say is, he'd like to shout all of us youth fans out that he says have been there and kept him going during his year from hell, in his words. And I know it's great to see Dean back at the pilot field. He's a top man. And finally, we move on to Kev Towner. Kev Towner wants to give a big dedication to uh, a Mike Howard, who has passed, sadly passed away recently. Mike used to get down when he could to see the youth. And on top of that, he was also an avid AFC Wimbledon fan and would always have a story for Kev of some of the banter that he got up to while watching AFC. He was a dedicated husband and also a carer to his wife Dee. Our condolences, Kev. Well, that's it for the shout-outs this week. And now over to Tim's Takes. Hastings United Ladies versus Herne Bay on Sunday. It was a 2-1 win and... Yeah, it was a good performance again from our ladies because Herne Bay were a very competitive team. They were in fourth place in the league and have had some good results. We did beat them 3-1 in our second game of the season. This was a closer affair, but we uh, our victories left us, I think, eight points behind Acorns with three games in hand. So, yeah, it's, all, it's still in our, our own hands. First half, yeah, very equal. Our goal came from another cross from uh, Sean Heather down the right, which flashed across the penalty area and then found Molly Hill running in to score to put us 1-0 up. Herne Bay were dangerous on occasions and they got a penalty in the first half when a bit of a misunderstanding from a, a bouncing ball down the middle led to a collision in the penalty area. Didn't think it was a penalty, but the ref gave it anyway. Luckily, the Herne Bay player skied it over the bar. So it stayed 1-0 at half-time. Second half, 
I thought we got on top a bit more, but they they were given another penalty, which they equalised from. But the spirit of the side came through because straight away after that, the team upped their game and we got a a good goal, thanks to um, Sean Heather, who latched onto a through ball from, I think it was a good midfield player, Claire Johnson, who threaded the ball through the middle. And Sean Heather did the rest, 2-1 up. We did create lots of other chances. Um, Georgia Tibble, again, was very dangerous from corners and crosses. One of her corners went straight in the goal, and I couldn't see anything wrong with it, but the ref blew up for some misdemeanour in the penalty area, and none the wiser really what it was for. And there's a great move and a shot with the keeper tipped onto the crossbar. And overall, you know, we, we sort of... The longer the game went on, you know, the better we got. In the end, a 2-1 win did complete an excellent weekend for our Hastings United followers following our win on Saturday with the men's team, 2-0, and things are looking good. And now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And much thanks to Andy, Malcolm, John and Leon for making it happen. I was going to call this the Sam Labatt edition of the roundtable, but for anyone that follows Sam Labatt's poster, it's his birthday. Don't know him. Oh, okay, that's all right. You obviously <laughs> don't. You obviously don't look on the Facebook page. It's just literally. I'm not on it for Facebook. Weeks. Is that because you're banned? Uh, no, Malcolm, it's or? the work of the devil. That Facebook. It was invented by Satan. That Facebook was. And he runs it completely, Satan does. Yeah. Well, talking of Satan's, I don't know how that's actually fitted into Leon. Obviously, Leon delivers for Jeff Bezos. So, (laughs) Oh, yeah, Yeah. same thing. Same person, that is. Wow. No, I'm with you you on Facebook, Malcolm. Yeah, it's the work of the devil. Just get off it. I haven't missed it, I must admit. Just binned it. Best place for it. Yeah. And you went back to MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Friends reunited, Leo. <laughs> oh, blimey. Remember that one? Jesus. That's, that's where all the action was. <laughs> Just sent an email off to... What's his name? Who's the councillor? Paul. Who's the one that Billy was going on about? Paul Barnett. Yeah. And I sent him an email. Yeah. I want to get him on the podcast. Oh. Game talking Ooh. about. Yeah, I might, I might miss that week. Yeah. <laughs> Best we all do, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd like to get what their vision is. Outside of what Hastings say, what is their vision for the town in terms of sport and facilities? Are they really interested in sport and facilities? That, that it, I, I don't think any council are interested in that, Chris, are they? You, you think like, well, it, like, for instance, Eastbourne seemed to be a, a little bit more conducive to their sporting venues, didn't they? I mean, Eastbourne have been <clears throat> planning to um, knock down and, and do something instead of the Sovereign Centre for donkey's years now. Can have been meaning to do something with that for, for years and years and years now. But I think it's the same thing. I just think the money, the money address is all there. The only money they've got is used to address immediate problems now, isn't it? And if, and sport and that isn't one of them. The fact that sport will give them 
health benefits for the community in 20 years time is not really uh, it's not really where they're at that's the problem isn't it they're all squeezed to the bone good point they look for immediate that's the biggest problem i think isn't it they all they all need immediate fixes for something i know but you want to bring people into the town yeah 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 it's all good advertising isn't it for the town if you've got something in that town doing well you know, or or being um, utilized. Well, just build, just build something like they did with the roller coaster. Just where they plonked that roller coaster on the seafront, and it was just just became a fate accompli, didn't it? So we could all just go and build a stadium somewhere and say, oh, "There you go. What are you going to do about it?" You were that one on Facebook, weren't you? The old town, old town Facebook. You build a roller coaster there, no? <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's pretty, it's pretty cool actually. But you, but that 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 seems to be the modus operandi of most of these people is to um, just build something and then worry about the problems afterwards. I'm sure James Earl Jones said that, didn't it? Build it and they will come. Yeah, yeah. That's the, <laughs> you know, know, well, build it, and from, build, build it, dreams, and they will walk along the seafront as it is in the. <laughs> <laughs> Old Darth Vader was quite wise, wasn't he? Stuff like that. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. Thank you, gents. Uh, yet another round table. Uh, yet another big win for the Hastings. Both the men and women's team. Great, great victories. Obviously, we're playing f- uh, three bridges. I know some of you were a little bit nervous about that before the game uh, from my, my review last week. But as I wasn't um, nervous, it was a very comfortable victory, I felt. As you were all there, who wants to start first? Does can Malcolm give the players view of the game? Because it was, yeah, interest. Three bridges were so poor. It was interesting. I wonder what the players thought. Well, I can give Craig's and a couple of the others, but I can certainly give Craig's. And Craig's was, um, he was, I don't think he broke sweat. I told him at the end of the game, I think you need to go out there and do a warm up. I said, uh, and he said, oh, it's, uh, why didn't they want to play? He said, I spent most of the game saying, you're 2-0 down. Why do you want to play it sideways? At least play it forwards and let me do something, uh, which I found quite amusing. I was disappointed in several ways. One, that I forecast 3-0, so I'm disappointed in Ben for missing the penalty. I had 3-0 as well, Malcolm. Yeah, 3-0, and I was totally disappointed and then at half time we go back to the Corinthians game where they just think well let's see how the game pans out and the second half became boring again didn't Mm. it It was just a a procession really you're not even attempting to score and um, you know I was disappointed after the first half where I thought we was all over them yeah um, and I thought, oh, I'm really looking forward to the second half. But when they went in at 2-0, I thought, oh, no, not again. And, <laughs> and it was exactly what I thought. Let's just pan it out and see the game out. Mm. And they weren't interested in even kicking it forward, were they? Let's be fair. No. It was um, total I reckon, destruction. I reckon they had a couple of quid on 2-0 uh, defeat. Well, I, it's funny you well, say that, because if I was Cray, having, I think they beat Cray and Ashford recently, haven't they? Mm. And, I, and yeah. I, if I was if I was from Cray or Ashford, I would watching that second half. I would have been checking the Asian betting patterns. <laughs> I must have been. How do you beat Ashford five one, and then you don't even yeah. want to kick the ball forward against Hastings? I, I, I don't get it. They must have their manager at half time must have said, "Let's keep the scoreline down to two 0 Just keep kicking it between yourselves at the back." 
I mean, the, I don't think the um, the number five, I think he was, the, the ginger egg kid, I don't think he knew how to kick the ball forward at all. I'd like to see his stats on how far he kicked it forward because I don't, I don't think he did. You know, and it was, uh, oh, I, was, I was disappointed, I think, in the second half. And I was glad the game was over. I was just thinking, yeah. oh, like, blow the whistle, Reffley. You know, let's let's get in the bar. You know, it's, it's sort of it's sort of tragic. We got fourteen hundred people there on a beautiful day, and, yeah. And it was just the most. It was it was just yeah yeah. It was just agony. The second half. The, the, I mean, it's great the way the home games teams are now just totally. They just want to get it done, get on their bus, and go home, don't they? That's, yeah, it's great yeah. in some ways, but it's pitiful. A pitiful spectacle especially against a team who we all thought would come and give us a game. I mean, not, not all of us, but yeah. Okay. Most no, of not all of us, Andy. I didn't think so. Oh, okay, he's on my team now. Well, actually, Leon, you said 5-0, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my super six, mate. Oh, that is shocking week again. We're sort of used to seeing a team sort of, um, sort of, you know, a game of two halves, but normally we play much better second half, but this time it was the first half. And I didn't think much of three bridges at all. Like our two goals were so easy. Like I just um, just earlier, like the, the highlights went up, and like they had so much, so much, so much time just to yeah, they just to head it in. And then uh, for the second goal, Stoney's movement for for an, oh. you know an, an old an old centre back, bloody hell, I, I couldn't turn like that, <laughs> and then put it on the plate for Finn like that. I'd, yeah. Yeah, Nori's never getting back in the team. No, he's Nuri's not. Never he? back no. in the team with him. No, I think that that that, that was funny. I thought but from where we were, I thought that ball kept pinged back out the net so hard that I thought he'd missed and hit the boarding behind the, just to the side of the goal. It came it came back out of the, of the net so hard he banged it in. I mean, both the headers were were fantastic. I think the first goal was absolutely. Even that was easy passing through them. The first goal, Hasler's cross again with his right foot, which I'm sure we probably reminded everybody about in the dressing room, was a fantastic cross and the header. So it was well, at least it was worth it for the two goals, wasn't it? So uh, and should have got a couple more as well. Yes. Shouldn't it? Really, obviously, uh, it was a good save by the keeper. To be fair, for the penalty, but I mean, save, still yes. a couple of other chances. One I remember was um, Hull gave it to Pope. Didn't he squared it back in? And I think James had his Crocs on and. Sent it into the woods. Oh, it was another sandwich job, wasn't it? Yeah. I felt for him a bit actually because I wonder whether his life flashed before his eyes. He sort of, well, uh, I was going to say it's one of those moments, isn't it? Where I've, I've been there, you sort of think, oh my god, I've got an opportunity. You lose all composure, you end up thrashing it. Whereas nine times out of ten in training or whatever, you, you'd bury it. Yeah. But I'll, yeah. Yeah. Like you say, you just, yeah. Talking of composure, composure, Wills has definitely got some serious pussy problems here. What is going on with you? I don't know. The, the cat, don't the cat keeps knocking his me. phone over. Oh. <laughs> well, I think she's. I think the cat. Hands. I think she's thinking like me. What a load of old moaners you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I was what I was thinking is that they were one of the form teams of our league, and. Look how they looked against us. I think it, it kind of bodes well for going up a division, doesn't it? Because we are going into the unknown at, to, to a great extent, aren't we? Knowing whether our, how good our squad is going to be 
you, you know, where, where we'll be, whether we'll be um, aiming for mid-table stability and then moving on the next season or just a bit of an unknown, I feel, isn't it? It's an interesting point, really, that what, uh, how, what a peculiar game it was because I thought there was some fantastic cross-field passing. James Hull, I thought, was really good. I thought really just got down there, went right at them. And it was a luck of tank attack versus defence. And that they- was interesting, actually. I thought James played incredibly well, given his position. I, I didn't like the way him and Ben were so far apart. I think that I felt that I felt that the way I didn't understand why James was quite so tied to the touchline as he was, which he made a very, very good job of. But I found sometimes that was the only if there was any criticism, that would be the only thing that puzzled me a bit. Why him and Ben were playing so playing so far apart, whereas him and Parrish played closer together. Ben was still winning the ball and that sort of thing. And sometimes sometimes it was a bit isolated. Isolated. It was fantastic passing movements for the goal and the chances. But it was interesting how how Ben sometimes seemed a bit isolated and James was sort of hugging the touchline more than more than following in with him. Didn't matter, but it made it hard. He had to really put a shift in to do what he had to do. It was a lot of physical work he had to do, wasn't it? Yeah, and Tom Charms was good again. I was going to say, down that right-hand side, I thought that's where we looked most dangerous. Mm. Not particularly, yeah, TC doing, doing his thing. Bombing forwards, one touch, two touch, he's gone. Beats his man. But as soon as that second goal went in, they, they just give up the ghost, didn't they? Through Bridges. They just... Mm. Uh, which I, I really don't... For, for a team that are in such good form, you know, it only takes one goal to get you back in the game. I mean, I don't understand that attitude at all. Yeah, I don't think they did their travelling fan justice at all, did they? There was no. <laughs> he was very disappointed. <laughs> well, just to me, it looks like everyone else is bottling it, and we are just keeping strong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just the dom the the dominance is making teams just you know they just don't, they're just not interested, just not interested. Just doing what did, my, did my microphone break up a bit there, or or did I just hear Andy call them three bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it just sounded like I don't know. Oh, they've, his they've, accent. they've certainly gone to the dogs, John. Yes, <laughs> they were on a tight leash. Uh, my kazoo is yeah. out of reach. My kazoo is out of reach for that one. <laughs> I normally wait till the fat lady sings, but I'm starting to celebrate now. I must admit. Yeah, <clears throat> I think. Yes. Uh, if we if we can't win two games out of five with the running that we've got, then um, we don't deserve it anyway. Mm. So it, um, yeah, I'm starting to celebrate already. So I'll, uh, I think I'll drink to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you can't see anyone else winning all their remaining games, can you? Is it Herm Bay look to be on a good streak, but they, they've got a bit of catch-up to do anyway um, for the playoffs, I think. Um, but you, you just can't see it, can you? We're the form team at the moment. Cray have got to play Ashford on one of those weekends coming up as well. They're all looking to, to be on form for the playoffs. They're mm. not looking to, um, to, get, to overtake us anyway. No, no, they're all looking. They're getting guys in with uh, with Michael West going to um, Ramsgate and that type of thing. Oh, Huckle, sorry, Herm Bay. Um, um, but they're, they're all looking to get 
uh, to get in the playoffs and and looking to be on form be going in the playoffs. Mm. So it's uh, they're not looking at us at all. Did Did you see Ryan Huckle's gone to Ramsgate? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, really how, were. How many How many teams can a one man play for? I mean, he's. <laughs> He's definitely got the. Um, what did you used to get the tiger tokens? Do you remember when you got the the mm. um, decanter? And it, he's probably got a few decanters at home. Hang on, yeah. news just in. He's homesick. He's not settling <laughs> in there. <laughs> oh. um, so, well, there is a little bit of controversy here because if it is that this is going to we well I, well we, we know what, what's coming home. We know what's coming home. But two weeks from now, work have put me down to work that Saturday. Oh. So, that's Faversham. Oh, Faversham. Faversham. That, I think that could be the game that makes it, I'm hoping that'll be the game that makes it mathematically certain. So I might be a little bit late for that game. I'm going to have a moan again, uh, as I do <laughs> most weeks, about people staying after the game. I know the club are, are concerned about, you know, sort of celebrations, if you like, and, and getting promotion and people not staying. Um, I noticed again this week, you know, as soon as the final whistle went, then <coughs> them gates are open and people are fighting to get out of them. You know, sort of so for any of our listeners, other than us on this round table, you mm. know, like please stay and let the players or help the players celebrate the getting promotion. Yeah. Um and then, with you on and that make market. it enjoyable afterwards. You know, it's uh, we all seem to stay. Um, but then gates open and I'll see people flood out at uh, by five o'clock. The ground's empty and the bar's empty. You know, it's um, let's not make it for the players that they're celebrating on their own. Um, so it's isn't it going to be a club. free bar when we is it didn't I hear Billy say it's going to be a free bar when we yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy is going to buy it's going to be a complete free <laughs> bar that, that day. So um, I know he'll be listening. And I know he'll he'll come on and agree with it next week. So. <laughs> no, that's a that's a true say that one. Uh, it, you know, you don't have to stay for long, but it would be nice because it is a good atmosphere, and it's good to just be you know meet up with the players and just wish them yeah. you know well done and things like that. Yeah. And obviously James Hull, James Hull always gets a good um, a warm welcome from us all, doesn't he, Leon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, no, love him, love him, love him. Show me. Oh, that's interesting. See, see, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. I'm, I'm guilty of just um going at the end of the game. I must admit, I'm just not in the habit of never have been in the habit of staying afterwards. I must admit. So I've noticed, Andy. Yeah, it's noted. <laughs> noted. Yeah, I, I need to get back for the uh, yeah the down to Morrison's for the five o'clock um five o'clock reduced stickers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fighting everyone off. The last bit of reduced chicken. Yeah, elbows at the ready. Yeah, rub me tackling those pensioners. Yeah, the newest weight phase is miles away, isn't it, Andy? No quarter given. I thought you were an Audi man, Andy. I'm an Aldi man. Yeah. Just um, you know, I don't think Aldi do that sort of thing. They don't. I don't know. They, you know, the price is what it is. Aldi, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Generics. Insert your own generic supermarket of choice here. <laughs> Buy double on the Friday night and stay a bit later on the Saturday, Andy. Yeah. Well, they, that's a good. That's good. To, top. Yeah. Top idea, Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but Andy, you've got to stay for every if it happens. Well, well, I should say when it happens. You got. To yeah, stay no, I, yes, I know, I know, I know. I mean, it is because you, you're you're a Man City fan, aren't you? Well, you, you know, City? technically, yes. I suppose la- very, very lapsed. Yeah, so you weren't watching Man. I you, you were watching the Man City. I would have watched back in the eighties and nineties that were pony. Yeah, but the yeah. ones that were fun to watch. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and not this. Was it what? Sort what would you call it? This ruthless, this ruthless mach- multi-million-pound machine. Yeah. So you've never Go seen Corrigan. success. We've got success on oh, our. I, I suppose the now. success in those days was um, the odd promotion, mm. wasn't it? So, so yeah, I suppose yeah. The, the big, the most exciting thing that I ever saw watching City in my life was Paul Dickoff's equaliser against Gillingham at Wembley. Oh, you went that game. Yeah, when they were seconds away from basically, if he hadn't scored that goal, there'd be no Pep Guardiola, there'd be no no nothing. And if he hadn't scored that goal, that's what people don't realise, that basically saved the whole club. And that was really, along with the England 5-1, I think, in Munich, that was two of my greatest ever footballing moments. Well, you went to that game. The Which Munich one? Game. 5-1? Yeah. Yes. Oh, in fact, I still have. I've got a. I've got a. I've still got two plastic glasses that I've kept that I still have to this day from the game. All right. My Munich glasses for special <laughs> occasions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Was that the Michael Owen got four goal game? Was it? I'm trying to remember who scored the goals there. Um, uh, Gerard Owen got a hat trick, wasn't it? Gerard yeah. Heskey and Owen got three. That was it. Three. Yeah. Went off in the yeah. sidebar there. So, Should go to the bar, yes. Yeah, you don't have to drink. It is recommended, but you don't have to drink. <laughs> you can That's the only reason I didn't stay afterwards because I was driving this week. So, yeah. yeah stick the to club exclusive that they're looking to get live bands for the celebration or from now on, I think. Oh, nice one. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I thought... Try and encourage people. Hmm. I thought we booked Alvis, an Alvis I thought we booked an Alvis impersonator. Oh, don't start about him again. Right <laughs> <the hell. laughs> I've already dedicated the the whole podcast to Sam Labat. Is there anybody on earth that hasn't been an Elvis impersonator at some time in their life? <laughs> <laughs> there seem to be so many of them. Talking oh, of yeah. impersonators, have you seen on the pier over the summer? There's a load of tribute bands. Mm. Like literally, any act you can think of. You like Robbie Williams, probably probably Elvis. It'd be Bobby Williams, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a madness tribute band as well. Yeah, probably. Like yeah, I'm madness, gonna, I think. I'm gonna see a Fleetwood Mac one, me and my missus. Oh yeah, no. That's no, a sign we've reached Mac. middle age, that isn't it? Jumping around like <laughs> well, I'll put, I'll pass that. And the fact that it's a tribute band is even better. <laughs> well, I'm never gonna see the real thing, so I might as well go see a <laughs> see a pretend. Ten version. No, oh, the real my, thing my, are good. Yeah. Really? My missus went to oh, the Dolly Parton and went went on some <laughs> hen dude, which went, went, took in the Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers tribute at the White Rock. <laughs> that sounded fairly mint, I must admit. Oh, yeah. Sometimes these things can make for quite a quite a fun night out if you've got the right pe- right bit of your brain in. They're probably yeah. quite a laugh, I think. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Anyway, right. Moving well, that's, on. That's a tangent, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I can... saw Chris. I saw Chris Greer and Dire Straits spilling together. 
well, a tribute or like proper band? <laughs> no, proper band. Those builders' oh. diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. oh, it's really bad. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So we look forward to East Grinstead. So this Saturday coming, uh, we've got East Grinstead. It is actually non-league day, which is something that's been going on for about 12 years now. I have bugged East Grinstead about what they're going to do for non-league day because there is other clubs in the non-leagues doing lots of bits and pieces for their game. I mean, it's just to boost up uh, attendances, doing things for the fans. East Grinstead, the chairman, the uh, head of media, all of the people completely all ignored me and I've bombarded them on Twitter about it. It's, the, it's very much made that your, your shouting into the ether has very much amused me. Yeah. Fact, oh, have you noticed it? Have you noticed it? Yeah. It's got to the stage okay. now where I think they will double the prices. <laughs> just for me. <laughs> yeah. You so, won't be allowed in. Yeah, no. exactly. Well, well. So what? Well, well, yeah. I have just started saying, "Oh, we'll just have three points off you then." Now, so um, <laughs> uh, well, I did try. So I think they probably think there's. They probably think they probably think they they're sort of um, probably feeling a bit hectored at someone informing them that royalty was going to be in town and what you're going to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. East Grinstead, I, I, th- I think it will definitely be a tougher game than uh, Three Bridges. Do you? I do. I actually do. I think that um, I'm thinking that we're only win by the odd goal. Wow. Yeah. So, what does what do the rest of the panel think? Three nil. God, strong, strong there for Malcolm. Mm. Leon. Yeah, three nil. John. Oh no, that's a question. I think it's it's going to be. If you say one be... one to Hastings, I'm going to just. Cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to cut you off. Go on, go on. <laughs> I, I think it. I think um, three one. I'm going for. Andy. Yeah, I thought. I, I, I think they'll win. I don't doubt for a second they'll win. I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like two one or something like that. But I think you've probably, they'll, I think the East Grinstead team will have a picture of you up on the dressing room wall, Chris. And I think well, Frank oh, <laughs> they'll all have your, all your, all your tweets, quotes up on the dressing room wall, you know, just to, just to get them motivated. I've, e- I've emailed them, I've phoned them up. It's because this fella, this James Doe bloke who's running it, and he's got links with like the Premier League and all that. Mm. And it'd be good for them. And I, I don't understand, you know, I, I don't know. And this is all because Hayward, he, Hayward Heath have put on a hog roast, didn't they? Yeah, there's still some... <laughs> there, was this, there was this other one where they were giving out pummets of mushrooms. <laughs> so what? One team bring out pummets uh, of mushrooms. Bit random, that. Yeah, right, so... Can't say you didn't try. Yeah, so we could talk about the non-dress wearing of Gary Histed. Are we going to go there? I think I think, he, I think I think I think it's best to let it. I think it's best to let it lie. I think it's probably. I think it's probably not going to happen. No, I know. I did sing at him that he let us down. So, what can we I do? think every time he lets us down, he's got to up it. So, he's got to have a a mankini tattooed on for the next one. Hmm. <laughs> 
Is it possible that we should all embrace it? And maybe go for the um, make the make the Lansing game. I mean, it's Easter Bank Holiday Monday. <laughs> we'll probably have won the league by then. Make that a fancy dress day generally. You just want to wear a dress, Andy, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the five of us now. I'm thinking village people. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the sailor. I want to be the Indian. There you go. I'll be the construction worker. <laughs> yeah, anything's cover that air. <laughs> I think that's putting me into the policeman uniform. <laughs> What's, what's left? Or was there only four of them? No, um, I thought there was five, weren't there? Five, weren't there? There oh, was five. five. Was it? Was on, it let, me, let me get those people out of them. YMCA has got, I don't know, YMCA. You need to, what did the, the other bloke do? The full stop? <laughs> <laughs> Construction oh, worker, Indian, policeman. Sailor. Sailor. And a cowboy. Hang on. Ah. With a big moustache. Oh, the cowboy. Yeehaw. Hang on. Here I come. Can we see that? It's probably this thing in a way, isn't it? Let me turn my thing off. Hang on. We need to do this properly. <laughs> we need to do this properly. He doesn't know that we've, we've already... We already know who they are. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, have you said that? <laughs> yeah. Cowboy. Hang on. To bring Where's it on. he going? There you go. Yeah, cowboy. Uh, hang on, there's six of them. What's the guy in the middle? He looks a bit like a gimp. <laughs> and that shiny black. That's you, Leon. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's me. Oh, hang, oh. hang on. That's a bit controversial. Get myself, I'll get myself a gag. Oh, hang on. Bring out the gear. Oh, do you remember that? Pulp, Pulp Fiction, very quality film, that. Anyway, right. I think we've gone off on a tangent there, though. Right then. Uh, do we want to talk about the fallout from the uh, decision on the time kiln? Any quick words on that and the disappointment there? I mean, we we know what the council about. And, and I think as much as I sort of heard you discussing earlier, I think the trouble with these councils it's all short-term goals, isn't it? Do, do they really want to put their name to something that's probably not going to give them the um, glory until about four years' time or something? I don't know. Because, because then they won't be sitting there anyway. Do, do you think it's anything to do with that? I mean, personally speaking, I think they're that statement that they came out with is a public statement promising full support in finding an alternative, uh, whether that alternative be, you know, utilising the pilot field and all the ground that's above it as well. Did you really Pardon? get that from that statement they put out? You thought you really got that impression? Well, they're making a public statement saying that they're they're going to... Yeah, if you read it, that they're, they're going to back uh, the future development, albeit not this one. Well, on that um, statement, they come up with all this spiel about preserving green space, and that's why they refuse to sell Tile Kill, and yet they're more than happy to see 100-plus houses go on Harrow Lane. So any, anyone that lives up in that area now have lost a 
you know, a massive space to go exercising mm. on. They were happy to build on the floodplain down Bulverhive. Um, horn ties going, isn't it? I mean, in in that statement, yeah, I can't remember if it was the statement or what Billy Wood put out. He's saying like he, he hopes that they're going to have a meeting soon. I don't know if it's just just with Billy, but get get the cricket club and hockey club involved as well because people don't want to see horn tie go. I mean, I understand the reasons why to go off on a tangent talk about the cricket club, but I understand why those clubs want to move because horn tie's been losing money since it was built. The people of the town don't want to don't want to see don't want to see yeah don't want to see you know cricket and hockey go outside the town make it less accessible so get you know everyone involved in the meeting and like like the original plan to have have it down Wolverhive where you would have had football cricket hockey other sports all one big development in the town accessible it just seems yeah sport in this town's it's 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 a back it's not a priority yeah it's not priority yeah definitely yeah. You know, it's not a. And when they start talking, they start talking about climate emergency and all that. I mean, that's when the slogans are coming out. That, that yeah, was, just, yeah. uh, that was um, I think that was bordering on shameful to to pull that rabbit out the hat. I must admit, because that's just yeah, just it's just irrelevant in the context in the context of this. And it was a very very handy, very very handy sort of thing to be able to pull out because it's almost used as a trump card, isn't it? And no matter what you think of the climate situation, it's just irrelevant in the context of two football pitches. It's not the um, Amazon rainforest we're sort of ripping down, is it? It's, uh, as Billy said, it's just two football pitches swapping for a couple more football pitches. I'm sure yeah. Kev Tadder have something to say about that, Andy. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's an expert, just so you know, yeah. Um, the... <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, but I'm just saying it's outside of the it's outside of the scope. It's it's a nap bite on a rhino's ass, isn't it? In terms of the climate emergency, it's just a convenient oh, yes, pander to a certain type of person who probably doesn't like football. Well, that's what I noticed in the statement. A little thing when they said, "Oh, oh, I see you've got a women's team." It's like, oh, you're not really interested. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I just to me. My buttons were pressed by it. I just just thought, you know what, you, you, you the platitudes that were in there. Mm. Let, let's just see. So that's why I'm going to try and get him on. We could also we could chat. go we could pander to their new um, the new hipster vibe by going down the sort of mm-hmm. say it's a forest green sort of Dulwich Hamlet type sort of setup, you know, with um, you know hipster jeans, boat deck shoes, and um, vegan food and the like. You're thinking the Lancing game already, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. You know, we could, we could, you know, say it's, uh, you know, could try and take it, take it into that sort of vein. I don't know. What do you think, Malcolm? It's difficult because I don't know the areas that you're you're talking about. Um, but yeah, I I find it very very strange. And but we're in sport; they're not, you know. And that's that's the thing. They're they're thinking of voters. They're thinking of you know, people that aren't in sport and I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't get it. It's um, it's a short-term thing that they're looking at rather than long-term for the town and, and yeah, very much for the environment. They're looking at what, they, what they've got to do for the, to keep the government happy, if you like, and let's build houses in the right areas and, you know, and sport takes a back seat and we're in sport, they're not. You know, and I'll keep keep saying it and 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 that's what it's all about, I think. 
Um, but again, as I said a couple of weeks ago or last week, you know, they, they've got to look at Maidstone and how it brings the town together, how it brings the people together. And it that's what gets them votes, not building houses. Yeah, there you go. I think that's the key, isn't it? That you know, it is about trying to make it. You know, that's, I mean, that's what to Billy's credit, he's tried to make it all about Hastings as a as a place. You know, whether it's the kids kicking around at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, going through to the ladies playing on a Sunday afternoon, it's the whole thing is about is about Hastings as a town, and it is a incredibly. It is pretty. It is a pretty diverse old um, group of people that gets up to the ground now, and it's going to be increasingly so as they carry on doing well. And it it may take it may take a year or two, but it might get to the, the thing. It's getting to a critical mass where they suddenly think there's enough people here. If they're doing the numbers and they're thinking, oh, it doesn't matter if we piss off twelve hundred people because that's only twelve hundred votes spread all over Hastings. But if they if it start if they start to realise there's a bigger groundswell behind it then it might trigger a few more cynical instincts, which might be yeah. good for us. Because that's, sadly, that's the way it works. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not just Hastings fans either. It's the general foot, footballing community of the town. Like, you know, they're, they're all behind, because we all want to see decent facility, training mm. facilities. So, I mean, if, if Tarkilna had gone through, it would have meant the likes of Peshaw, Rockinor, and Social, who use the pitch now, play at that shithole, basically, and would have got nice brand new facilities potential for one of these clubs to you know go up a league or two um like talk, talking on saturday to one of my mates sandy's long time long time fan um he, he mentioned like the council are happy to chuck however many thousands at the white rock every year to keep that going it, it just, you know again just to highlight where the council's priority is isn't it more and like also the there's arts this and culture Interesting situation now where, where the Jerwood Trust are trying to offload the art gallery, aren't they? And they're offering mm. it to the council as a gift. I mean, if that isn't a poison chalice, then um, then nothing is, because that's a, a bit of a money pit at the moment. But so it'd be very interesting to see which way they swing on that. Because if they they should reject that out of hand, because that's just a that's gonna just a gonna draw gonna be like the pier, it'll be another thing that was a great idea that's not quite hit the spot that could end up draining them mm. of cash if they're careful. So they need to be interested to see where that goes. And that's along the lines of what Leon just said about the arts side of it. I mean, arts is great, but you know, you, you need a, you need a balance. Um, they, those floodlights go on at four o'clock in the afternoon and go off at 10, 30, 11 o'clock mm. at night. And it's not, Yes, all right, Maidstone are making money out of it because obviously they're, um, they're renting out the pitches and, and the ground. But at the end of the day, it's not all about the football. You know, you've got schools are benefiting from it. Um, the FA youth are benefiting out of it. Hockey and and even veterans are playing. And you've got five sides going on there every Friday and Sunday all evening. You know, so it's it's a whole community is benefiting out of one football team having one pitch, if you like, that's um, as for want of a better word, astroturf. You know, and so it's uh, it's bringing the whole town together. It's not Ooh. just one football team. You know, mm. and why can't the council see that? I can't. I don't. I yeah. really don't and understand you, it. And you think about it if you. 
if you give give kids no or youngsters no positive things to latch onto, they'll be the first ones to highlight um, the increase like in hair. crime and from the derived from the boredom. I mean, I, what is disappointing is is like Hastings Observer. Really, there's a big story here. They it would be good to get behind and run, and run these things. You know, look at the statistics of. Um, you know, places where there's a successful football team and the decrease in crime rates and, you, you know, the real buzz about the town and what an advertisement it is for the town. You know, there, there's so many people that would, would benefit from uh, them positively backing um, Hastings United. That is also, well, the Hastings Observer now is um, there is just not one scrap of journalism goes on as far as that's concerned at all. It's just sort of stories that are pumped into it and paid for stories and syndicated stories from their, from their national, pretty nationalised owners, aren't they? So, so that we've got a problem there with the local press that's sort of almost dead in the water because of the way that um, local press is now just syndicated out through central organizations well might so, be in that might be in hastings independent this this thursday yeah it might, it might get in i'm not that sure that would be a not. good test then wouldn't it It'd be what? a good test if someone wants to pick up on a real story yeah i, I stopped reading the hastings observer when every other page a few years ago was a glamour shot of amber rudd kissing a child or something well now the website <laughs> you, is you had that puzzle other, didn't you every other <laughs> <laughs> Every other article on the website is just trying to flog, trying to flog flats in Marine Court. It's just, uh, it's pitiful. I what you said there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say one last thing. Like, what, yeah, what, please. What, what would you, what would you guys think? Like, if it's to say, like, anyone listening to this now, or any support, you know, any supporters, you know, write to your local councillor, write to the MP. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying you're concerned about the state of local sporting facilities in general. If they get, you know, good good number of people getting in contact about the same thing, then they can't ignore it. Yeah, we could do that. We could. Do, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a bit more that, that these people don't listen unless you don't vote for them. Hmm. But the trouble is, it's cross it's cross party ignorance. It's not like we we can't. It's very difficult to think. Who do you vote out? It's cross party ignorance, isn't it? Yeah, it depends who's on that. Who was on that decision committee? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. So yeah. do I mean, it's, it, I do think I do think some sort of campaign somewhere is worth is worth thinking. Leon about. has just signed himself up for a job, Andy. <laughs> Leon is going to put together a template that I will send out to everyone and they can send that to their local councillor MP. What about that, Leon? Or um, me, me and you'll do it. Me and you'll write. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing what that happens would... on general elections when they come and knock your door, when you want local councillors and you want them to come and knock your door and you say, what are your ideas on local sporting facilities? They, they never do that, do they? When you, it's in um, your head. And you want them to knock your door and you open it and they go, I'm from the Labour councillor. You know, mm. what are you going to vote this year? And then you can go, ah, funny enough, 
what are your your yeah. ideas on local sporting facilities? And they go, oh, we're very much into it, really. You know, and, and it just doesn't happen, does it? it don't, yeah. They don't do it at the right time, just when you're thinking about it. So, but if you bring up potholes, James Bacon is on it, mate. He's well, like, yeah. <laughs> potholes is owns potholes. Right. And photo uh, opportunities. Yeah, there's a, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I also see. No offence, I like him. Oh, no, 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 he's. he's no, he's a nice lad. I've known him for yeah, years. Yeah, no, he's cool. Is the Faversham game going to be the one? Yes, because I won't be there. Oh, I wasn't at the Ashford game. I wasn't at the Sittingbourne game. Two absolutely brilliant days. And Faversham away, I, I'm not going to get to because of work, basically. So, yeah, uh-huh. Faversham away, we, we've won the league because old Muggins here won't fucking be there. When do you finish then? Two at the latest, and if I can get away earlier, then great. But Faversham's what? That's at least. Amazon yeah. never and finished, Chris. How far so, away Faversham is? Malcolm's just told you there. Yep. Bezos. Because, because <laughs> yeah. Bezos. Because Bezos. That's all we're saying. Um, and, exactly. and can you stop going on about my hair? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, um, it is not actually a bald patch at the back. It's I was advised by my physician that. During winter, your vitamin D levels go down. Yeah. And and so that's a vitamin D port because you get out in the sun and it just, that bald patch just drinks it in. Mm. Oh, so, okay. So it's under medical advice, not a fashion statement. What do you think, Andy? Do you think it's Faversham game then, SE1? Um, yeah, well, I, I think I'm sort of hoping that they'll win the next two and so the Faversham game will be the one where they make it mathematically impossible. That's That was my thinking. I originally thought it would go all the way to the Lansing game. Yeah, see, originally, but then other teams kept on throwing points away. So uh, so it looks as though that, that is going to be the game, the way they're going. Well, it looks like Faversham, maybe. Maybe. And then, so we're all going to be dressed up for <laughs> what game? I'm holding you to it. Lansing, some form of dressing up. And we'll go on the train. And we want to go on the train as well. Oh, that's going to be messy. I like well, we've got at home then, so it's East Grinstead away. Yeah, so East Grinstead away, Hayward Teeth at home, Faversham away, then VCD at home, Lansing away, and then finally Seven Oaks at home. I mean, Hayward Teeth will be a pushover because they've got, they've got two weeks of eating, two weeks of eating hot roast they've got to use up. So they... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I just want it to be a home game. I must admit, mm. I want it to be yeah, one at, at home. Yeah. I don't don't want the. I don't want it to be mathematical or anything like that with an away game. Mm. If we if we uh, actually win it mathematically, it's impossible for anyone to catch us. Do the league? Do they give us the cup for that game? No, I think well, I think they can arrange. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much for a league, surely you just pretty much arrange to have it presented on the last day of the season. Yeah, home. yeah that's what they did when we won it um, okay. years ago, wasn't it? It was the last game. Uh, funny enough, we played Ashford that day, last home game of the season. We lifted the, mm. the, and the last game league. is Seven Oaks, and it's Seven Oaks yeah. at home in the last. Game. I think that I think that will be a set piece sort of trophy presentation celebration type day, anyway. Do you reckon James Bacon will get in that picture? <laughs> I'm sure you so, will. Yeah. Right, gents. Love you all. Malcolm, Leon, 
Andy, Johnny Wills, and his vitamin D, whatever Ports. it was. Ports. <laughs> bullshit. <clears throat> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> See you Is again, he can't guys. eat shield tonight? You can't eat shield tonight, Chris. Right, I've got to edit the bastard, Malcolm, yeah? Oh. It takes me hours. <laughs> yeah? yeah, You don't have to edit it. Yeah? Well, Hold on. So Just let one. me look in for this violin. I think I've got it in the side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough life in the broadcasting. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, just know this. It's, it's tough. Well, listen, no, no chaps. Thank right, you very I'm, much. I so can't fun. make it to the game on Saturday, so I'll um, wish you all the best, all those who are going. I'll um, be keeping in touch from afar. Oh. Uh, Adamski's back on the radio, isn't he? So, yep. Uh, HU FC Radio will be back on air that Saturday, mm. and I'm sure that Andy will be listening to the dulcet tones of Adam Carter. Glued. Are you there, Chris? I am there, sir. Because you there, that... John? Yes. Yes, I'll be car. there with my lad. Leon's not there because he's delivering the stuff. Uh, for yeah. Fingers crossed, I'm hoping. It's not, yeah. it's not too far. Oh, it's right. not too bad a drive there. So if I if I just chuck the Amazon parcels anywhere over yeah. side gates. Just throw them out the window yeah. as you go along. Yeah. For the record, if anyone's listening, just, I do my job properly. In case there's any raw male <laughs> management listening, I'm a conscientious postman. I wouldn't dream of treating parcels like that. But he hopefully... hasn't had a toilet break for three weeks. <laughs> no, no. No. Take care, guys, and see you at the game, yeah? Yeah, you see you. Take care, everyone. That's it for another week, Hughes fans. Yet another great weekend for our men's and women's teams. Another one chalked off. Closer to that gold. What a time to follow the Hughes. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show, or have any suggestions, or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com. Or on the Twitter, which is at HUFC Podcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like. But definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.